Welcome back. We should probably turn that off. Welcome back to uh, you do the intro. I got Night it. Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. It's almost been a month uh, since the last time we talked to you, and a lot of things have changed uh, around here. Um, my hair is a little bit longer. Jackson's hair is a little bit longer. My beard is a little shorter, though. Is I it? did a trim. I stayed oh. up for 72 straight hours. Right. Um, right. Right. Uh, has, like, the, did the lockdown get worse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think in between the last few episodes, we actually got a stay-at-home order in our city. And the the who tell is telling everybody to wear masks and stuff while they when they go out in public. Have you but been wearing the a mask? Who is really it's a communists. It's communist. You know it's. What? I don't, I don't Let's do hear. it. No, I don't want to. Just say it real quick. We'll we'll keep it short. The, the um so to give a, a brief synopsis, the who. Um, the World has, Health Organization has ties to China, and a lot of their funding comes from like China and other communist uh, countries. And if you're unfamiliar, um, it is believed that China created the coronavirus as a way uh, as a way to show that they are also good at identifying and then combating unknown diseases by faking the fact that they discovered this disease and made it, and then it got released. But that's just all. Obviously, rumors. <clears throat> no one conspiracies. Yeah, conspiracy. No one has. Obviously, it's not going to be a hundred percent guaranteed when there's a communist country involved. I don't know what to believe when I. Yeah, like, I, don't, who, I hate reading the news now. The WHO uh, has strong ties to them, and recently uh, Donald Trump decided to stop the U.S.'s funding the WHO for uh, U.S. to stop their funding from the WHO, like halt it completely. Because of this, that has recently come out, and uh, their um, their sort of laxed attitude when the thing first became a big deal, yeah. and so to uh, deal with this, a bunch of out of touch, ignorant celebrities did like some like one one world like video concert or something to raise funding and praised all these who officials and called them like superstars or whatever and it was just like received horribly because so why do they celebrities need to, are stupid i just don't get why they need to crisis. raise money if they want to like did you hear i have a stack of cash like, yeah that's what that's another thing i've always hated is if celebrities will like like do like fundraisers in like their 40 like, million dollar houses yeah on their hundred million dollar worth and then they're just like long story short i'm gonna donate 500 grand (laughs) to help out this thing that doesn't affect me personally i'm gonna raise 500 grand of other people's money the worst the worst part is is that they'll either yeah they'll either like raise it and just be like so emotionless or they're act they'll act like it's the worst thing ever and just sob even though that it has no effect on them because they're fucking fine, it's the everybody else that is not fine, which is stupid. So yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> from between last episode and now, I'm trying to think about what else happened. Like, 
were oh, oh my michael michael jordan's documentary premiered last night i didn't get to watch it hopefully i'm gonna watch it today the first part the last dance very excited about that when does the beastie boys documentary come so out? that's on apple tv uh. so i was talking to my dad about that because they have apple tv i might try and get it from them how do you get apple tv get their login i don't know they don't have a thing huh oh well but i, I think that's uh most of what's what, what happened. happened with you um i don't know i just i you know the only thing that has that like good that's happened out of this whole pandemic thing is all the sales on the microsoft store that's yeah, yeah. that's and, true and from uh, a gaming standpoint it it couldn't have, yeah. it couldn't be a better time I mean, if you're if you're a gamer then yeah but of course this is not a good time obviously but, uh, you know you, you know they're calling this the great lockdown it's a stupid name i like it i mean it's like the great depression but exactly. it's just weird that we're living in a tremendous historic event right now that's true people are going to talk about this like we talk about the great depression yeah. which is weird to think about i always say that though that like oop, <laughs> that was awkward but i mean imagine i don't know like nah no a, no no no, no. finish like, that thought you made me finish from my all thought. the from all the fictional like movies and stuff of pandemics and stuff like imagine if we were living in if like this outbreak was like Ebola or something, like if imagine if Ebola turned airborne, how bad that would be. But this isn't. I know necessarily that's airborne. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like the grass is always greener, kind of thing. But it is still bad. Remember when Ebola was a thing? Yeah. And um. That was still scary. Yeah, they handled that stupidly as well. And then that one girl got it up in like Oregon, and um, she decided to I ride it was her Texas. No, there was some girl up north who like she was ordered to stay at home, and she was such. If a, you have a bola, why would you? She was such a selfish dumbass. She went out for a bike ride, and was like, like the interview. I can't remember. I don't like, get what like. But I can't remember the interview how? as a whole, but it was such a bizarre interview. Like she, she just was so Did like. She live. Yeah, she was just like so like out of touch and just like bizarre about it. Ebola is such really like a funny. deadly disease. Like, how could you want to go out on a bike ride? It's like it it causes literally all your organs to fail, and like pretty much turns your insides into mush and blood. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, oh, I've watched some movies. Dawson, you're welcome. Jackson, let's get to it. Oh yeah, we we should cover that. We almost okay. So yeah, we've been gone for a while. Um, <laughs> we've said that like five times. A lot. Um, I'm trying to think about like how like it happened. Um, well, the okay. So I stayed up for 72 hours and then I fell asleep like for a long time. So that would explain why we missed it then. And then during the week, at least I. Excuse me. Have schoolwork most of the most every day, so I would yeah, I work on that. Schoolwork, huh? I have very little schoolwork. Yeah, I know. Um, but you know, we are here. We 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 aren't gonna stop this. We just we're not the most consistent, and we've accepted that. I mean, that's this is kind of like a lifestyle change as well, like. 
where we can't really do anything besides stay at home. I've been thinking of. Oh, that's a good choice. Jackson bro. has yet. To hey, get to... who originally did the Man Who Sold the World? Uh, Dave... David Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie. Okay, I was trying to remember. Um, but yeah. sorry, sorry for that. Um, but yeah, it it's it sounds interesting, or it doesn't sound as from the outside like it doesn't seem that weird. Like you would just like kind of just like stay at home, do what you do, but. There's a lot of hours in the day. I learned that um, by staying up for 72 of them. So I'm, I, it's it's it, it's getting very interesting to kind of just like figure out stuff to do. I'm thinking of doing some reading maybe or learning to literally to, to like now is like the perfect time to learn guitar because there's literally nothing I can do. Yeah. I've been playing piano. Maybe I should do that. I'm probably going to listen to every single one of those records as well. The Star Wars one yeah. is dope. There's you know, some I haven't listened to. You should read a book. With the I'd old breed? listen to music. Is it, what? I'd rather just listen. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> what the? Hold on. <laughs> hold on, pause it. No, no. Was it just that? <laughs> just one. <laughs> I hope that got caught. Okay, so <laughs> we back one of our it? one of our bamboo things just <laughs> fell. Um, <laughs> we both turned to just watch. It. <laughs> we'll be right I back. Thought it was thunder. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of our tiki torch. <laughs> So yeah, we we have two, we have two tiki torches on our back porch that have never been used because they're both empty. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Wait, can't we just use that lighter fluid? Or do you have to get like a certain? No, like... lighter fluid burns off more faster than the oil. Ah. Oh. I don't know why we have those. <laughs> well, we... we were gonna attach them to each corner. Was but it? It's ties. probably a bad idea. Oh, it's a, probably a terrible idea. We probably need to get rid of those. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, like a table would be nice, yeah. yeah. But um, I can order one. I'll do that later. Yeah, do it later. Well, I think we were. I was telling you to like read a book or something, or listen, you were saying yeah, you were like, listening to music. Music. But um, yeah. God, that was very traumatic. Yeah. What? <laughs> it just happened so slowly, but. I'm we glad just, that y'all were y'all were able to hear that happen. We couldn't look away. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think like I want to I want to cover like everything that I need to cover before we get into the topic. Let me check my notes tab. We need to cover. I was just like thinking, maybe. Um. Nope. No podcast discussions in my tab. Hmm. Um. Let's think. So you want to learn guitar? Before this quarantine. Episode. Well, it seems like now would be like the perfect time to learn it. Yeah. 34 days in. Are we? Mm-hmm. 34, 35. Read a book as well. I just probably should. Probably should start like an hour a day or something. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, but yeah, so this week, um, podcast-wise, uh, today is my episode. Tomorrow, Tuesday, hopefully will be Douglas's. And then... Later this week, our last two episodes of the 
series. Oh, of the series um, where we talk about um, we each pick a haunted object will hopefully be released this week and then hopefully next week we will be back to once a week not sure yet nice and uh, yeah that's it but for now we're going to go over my topic so let me think so what have we covered um, I did the God, I'm gonna have did to look. Amityville. I did. Yeah, I did Amityville. Uh, I did. Um, Missouri State Penitentiary. The Missouri State Penitentiary. And what else did you do? No, this is my third one. Oh. Yeah. Right, so right, we've right. done. And I did Goldfield. And. Uh, yeah, you've done Missouri State Penitentiary, the Goldfield Hotel, the Amityville Horror, the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. That's right. And then, so next is your house mm-hmm. that you have to do. Actually, I'm doing two houses. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. One's well, local. today I'm doing... Joe Rowe. Oh, dude. Dang. What? I might have to do two houses in a hotel. We'll probably just talk about that nonchalantly. The okay. uh, uh, hotel here that we invested in. Malaga? Yeah. I'm sure we talked about it before. Yeah, we have. But, you know. What are we doing? <laughs> um... Drum roll. The Waverly, or no, Rolling Hills <laughs> Asylum. Rolling Hills. Oh, I've heard of that. The Rolling Hills Asylum, which is in New Jersey. Uh, yeah. Well, it's located technically at eleven hundred one Bethany Center Road, East Bethany, New York, fourteen o fifty four. So the Rolling Hills. I need to pull this table closer. The Rolling Hills Sanatorium. <clears throat> so. Rolling in the deep. So, um, you can go on their official website, with Rolling Hills Asylum, to um, look at everything yourself. Uh, I'll explain later why I, uh, I only use this website, but that's because this place has, like, um, uh, it tells you like the whole history it tells you stories people have had and it has like um evidence that the rolling hills people have gotten whether it be videos photos or evps evidence that people that have been there have submitted themselves so that's really cool so we're gonna do a lot of digging in that we're gonna we're gonna do some do some stuff look at some pictures they see some apparitions over there do some do some stuff listen to some stories by the people who work there listen to the owner one of the owners uh, talk about like the most haunted rooms it's gonna be good fun. Good fun. Uh huh. We do these in the morning, and it's a dumb idea, but it, we need to get it done, so it only makes sense. I hid my yawn. Okay. <laughs> so on December fourth, eighteen twenty-six, two days before after I was born, so close. Uh, the Janice County Board of Supervisors Supervisors met in Bethany for the purpose of establishing a county poorhouse. Mm-hmm. What is a poorhouse, you ask? A poorhouse was a government-run facility for the support and housing of, of dependent or needy persons, yeah. typically run by a local government entry entity, such as a county or municipality, and institutions of this nature were widespread in the United States prior to the adoption of the Social Security Program in the 30s. Man, 
I can't believe you memorized that definition. Me too. So, a brick building, originally a stagecoach tavern, located near the corner of the Bethany Center Road and Raymond Road, was the site selected as it was represented as it represented the geographical center of the county. Uh, the official statement. Uh, oh. The official announcement, dated December 9, 1826, appeared in an issue of the Batavia Times newspaper. Notice is hereby given that the Janice County Poorhouse will be ready for the reception of paupers on the first day of January 1827. Poppers. The overseers of the poor of the several towns of the county of Janice are requested, in all cases, of removal of paupers to the county poorhouse to send with them their clothing, beds, bedding, and such other articles belonging to the paupers as may be necessary and useful to them. Paupers, P-A-U-P-E-R-S. Is that referring to the needy people? I'm guessing. Um, the following were eligible for assistance. Habitual drunkards, lunatics, uh, by whether it be by disease, grief, or accident, lost the use of reason or from old age. Sickness or weakness was so weak of mind as to be incapable of governing or managing their affairs. Paupers, a person with no means of income. There we go. Mm -hmm. State paupers, uh, one who is blind, lame, old, or disabled with no income source, or vagrant. Uh, in 1828, Janice County constructed a stone building attached to the poorhouse for the confinement of lunatics and a repository for paupers committed for misconduct. The insane were also housed at the county home until 1887, when the Board of Supervisors agreed to send persons suffering with acute insanity elsewhere in the state. The Janice County Poor Farm, a.k.a. the County Home, was a self-sufficient working farm and woods, spanning over 200 acres, providing food and fuel, thus the actual cost to care for each person was low, about $1.08 per week per resident back in 1871. Residents were referred to as inmates no matter why they were housed there, and those physically able-bodied would work the farm, and many actually built and made wares to sell to help offset some of the living expenses. The raising of Holsteins, pigs, draft horses, chickens, and ducks. Raising vegetables and fruit crops, canning jams, jellies, meats were all a part of the chores. There was a bakery and even a wood shop where coffins were made for use as needed and for sale to local mortuaries. <laughs> the county would bury those who had no family and records indicate that there was once a cemetery located on the property, but the particulars are almost non-existent. In 1886, proceeding states, The burying ground we have improved by building a fence in front and grading the leveling, and grading and leveling the ground as much as, we, as could be done without injury to the graves. The cemetery for the county poorhouse has faded away as the stones crumpled, the grass grew, and the forest replanted. No one was around to care for those who had so long ago been forgotten. These people, though they were poor, ill, and sometimes abandoned, do deserve to be remembered. An actual cemetery register or plot map has yet to be discovered. A memorial site was created in the Janice County Park and on June 6, 2004, when five headstones dated from 1887 to 1888 were returned to the county. The Janice County historians dedicated a historical marker honoring those who died while living in the county home from 1827 until the facility was closed in 1974. Uh, residents at this point were relocated to new facilities in Batavia. Batavia. Mm -hmm. So that's all the um, the history. history. That's all the history about the Rolling Hill Sanatorium. Right. But thought next we'd uh go into 
some stories. Yeah. Our first story comes from Mary Fleming Dutton. Um, it doesn't. So it doesn't say if these stories are from like people that work there or something like that. But it does have something called the Chris Fleming experience and James Picard drawings. So we'll do that next. And then, oh, it talks about Sharon, the owner. I'm not gonna read. Sharon? I'm not gonna read about Sharon. Well, she's the owner, so I'm guessing they have to like have about her. Huh. There's also a photo album. Um, oh, you can have weddings there. Oh, celebrity visitors. Let's see who visited. It's a blank blank page. No celebrity visitors. Dang. But let me try and find a good What's the photo. Point of having that page. I don't know. Let me try and find you a good photo of what it looks like. Ah, here we go. So, so this is. So it's there's nearly fifty four thousand square feet. Um, I'm guessing that's the main. Looks eerie. Here's an aerial shot. Wow. Okay. All right. The I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to Google image the photos for you later, but I'm sure they look different. But the stories. Mary Fleming Dutton. In 1998, my fiance, now husband, if you didn't guess. Um, had an herb shop called the Raven's Nest in the room across from what was a little restaurant. A grandson of someone offered to take us upstairs when I told him about noises I was hearing, and I kept seeing a woman in an old-fashioned nurse's uniform walk past our shop door. When I would look down the hall, she would be gone, but you could hear her shoes squeaking. We went upstairs, and the owners had taken all the doors off and laid them inside the rooms. My husband and the boy, I cannot remember his name, were walking beside me. I have been psychic since I fell six feet onto concrete, splitting my head open. Wait, what? I, well, okay, I was hearing that? I was hearing low murmuring. As we walked past the room, one at a time, you could hear the doors slam shut. The boys were walking very fast at this point, but I saw movement from the corner of my eye. I stopped in front of one room and saw an old metal tub with a high back. An elderly man sitting there in steaming hot water, eyes closed and skin bright red. The woman in white that I had been seeing was leaning over him with a strange smile on her face. Everything happened very fast. The vision was gone, replaced by a room with rubble about the floor. I never saw the woman in front of our shop again. I did always hear murmuring, squeaking of wheelchairs, and children laughing. I seemed to draw spirits to me if they are around, maybe because they know I can hear them. It is good to know that this building and its history will be taken care of. I am sure the spirits will be a bit happier. Well, some of them. I have more things to tell about experiences there, but that is for next time. I think it's next time. All right. <laughs> so she's she split her head open. Apparently. And now she's psychic. Oh my god, that story's so long. And then she saw a man taking a bath from the corner of her eye. Something like that. That is kind of creepy. This is comes from Mike, who works for the New Jersey Paranormal Research. We were just. We were just went up to the stairs by the what? we just went up to the stairs by the office. I'm guessing that's what he's trying to say. And started looking in rooms for a digital recorder we left when we caught this loud, please stay in your room and then it's nothing. Mm. We didn't hear these things when we recorded them only on playback. Okay, so there that's there's weird. a super long story um by a lady named Carrie Kearns who's a lead investigator and co-finder founder for a thing called C-Peer. 
Um, but I'm not going to read that just yet, if at all, because I want to get to some other stories and then kind of like other stuff about the place. So this comes from Kurt Filipiak. May 22nd, 2010. Three years ago, myself and my two friends, Bobby and Tommy, were in the Christmas room doing EVPs, and we, and upon review, we came across this EVP, which I believe says, kill them. On... Wait, okay, so then the next part of the story says, on May 22nd, I was in the Christmas room in the basement where I was using my K2 meter and digital recorder just asking random questions. Ah, the K2. I was getting some answers, such as bangs and little noises here and there, but what I caught on my digital recorder is unexplainable. This really sounds like a small male child repeating what I just said. I was the only male in this room, let alone in the whole basement area. You'll hear me say, oh, thank you, because after asking for a noise, we got a response with a noise. Then you'll hear the small child. This is extremely clear, but headphones always help. Hopefully that'll be in the evidence page. Uh, July 28, 2010, uh, my team members and I were in the shock therapy room and we caught the organ in the upstairs playing two notes on our EVP recorder. It is one of the best EVPs I've ever caught. There's an organ? Who knows what this place is like. I'm going to sit back. So do you think that, because uh, from some of these stories, it seems like these spirits are doing more like residual things like stuff that they used to in the past instead of like free roaming and messing around with people you know what I'm saying? hey we're not we don't know yet I'm just but do you think do you think that uh yeah go ahead this is comes from joyce Selapak. oh the last one came from frankie porcaro oh that sounds exotic joyce Selapak. i just wanted to say that yesterday um, August 3rd, 2010, we had stopped by Rolling Hills to inquire about a tour, drove around the building, and we were greeted by the new owner in the back of the building. As I was talking to her, I had heard from my car yet what sounded like grunting noises. Hmm. My friend just prior to this heard a woman scream. I didn't hear it as I was walking to the new, talking with the new owner. It was approximately 8 or 8.30 p.m. It was a little overcast as rain was expected south and east of Buffalo. We have since decided to take a tour. Okay, whatever. Norma Forteza. August 28, 2010. Are any of them, like, within the past decade? We were in George's room on the that third the floor. Decade, People with me were myself, Norma Forteza, Mike Argilla, Bill Muncie with the PAST Intel, John Brightman, and Marlene uh, of NE Paranormal Society, and Mark Lazdaukis, an independent investigator. It was probably around a little past midnight. We were using a, f- a Frank's box to try and communicate with George. S- seemed like we might have had two spirits coming through the ghost box. The video can be found on. That was uh, that was stupid and pointless. Evidence. Go to this first. First, um, Sharon. Sharon's uh, discussions of the. Um, some of the paranormal hotspots of Rolling Hills. Um, Hattie's room. Uh, it's the first floor of the East Wing. Sharon says she left a tape recorder running in the room and caught the distinct voice of an elderly woman calling out hello. She believes it to be the voice of a former patient of the nursing home who was blind and used to call out hello to get the attention of the nurses. Sharon played the EVP for a former employee who was shocked to hear Hattie's voice again. Hattie. Huh. So, uh, Roy's room. 
on the day that uh, so th this is from an interview by a weird New Jersey and so this is like their writing about Sharon so on the day that they visited Sharon told us that it would have been a 123 year birthday of a former patient named Roy and that all the RHA volunteers were going to be gathering later that night in his room for a celebration Roy Krause is a seven foot tall shadow man and everybody's favorite apparition at RHA. Roy probably had giganticism caused by a tumor in the pituitary glands, which messes with the growth hormone. He lived out his life here and died in 1942, um, almost seven and a half feet tall at the age of 52. And Sharon uh, said, uh, told a story about a running about running into a rat in the infirmary about two months after moving into Rolling Hills, and terrified by it, she screamed and ran away. The very next day, she found the rat dead on the stairs, blood oozing from its mouth as if its neck had been broken. On the wall above the rat was a giant bloody handprint. Sharon believes that the ghost of Roy witnessed her distress and killed the rat for her. And then left a bloody handprint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second floor east wing. In the old men's dormitory is a corridor referred to as the shadow hallway. Sharon said, that is where I... That is where a, we see a lot of shadow people. When you look down toward the infirmary section, you start to see shadow people, and they could look like you and I. Solid. They can be light gray, medium gray, dark gray, or pitch black. They could be normal human-shaped or anamorphous shapes. They come in and out of the doorways, walk across the hall. Sometimes they'll poke an arm or a leg out. Sometimes they crawl on the floor, and that can be creepy, especially if you're sitting on the floor during an investigation and one is coming at you because you can actually see the shadow moving toward you. The psych ward in solitary confinement. Uh, Sharon, um, uh, oh, so Sharon showed a uh, weird NJ iron brackets protruding from the cement walls of a small dank room in the basement of the asylum, which she believes were once used to shackle inmates. Uh, back in the day, they didn't understand that you probably had a medical issue: Alzheimer's, epilepsy, Tourette's. Uh, they spelled Tourette Tourette's like turrets, <laughs> Asperger syndrome, or. You were an unruly wife. Back then, if a man couldn't control his wife, he'd say, I'm going to lock you up. There were many, many reasons why they lock you up here, so this area is not good. The morgue. Uh, next to the embalming table, there are two large walk-in refrigerators with heavy latching doors. Their original purpose was for cold storage of human corpses. Sharon says the morgue is still rife with supernatural activity, such as ghostly voices and things being moved about by unseen forces. People have even been shoved and knocked off their feet. The graveyard. Uh, even the very land around the rolling hills is said to be haunted because it is in fact hollowed ground. The county would bury those who had no family, and records indicate that there was once a cemetery located on the property, as we discussed. Mm -hmm. The cemetery has faded away. Uh, no one was around to care for those, and so it has been long forgotten. Uh, she says, uh, it's the only home that a lot of these people ever knew. They felt attached to this place. Some of them lost their homes. There were widows and orphans, and they developed their own family and friends here, so I think a lot of people felt comfortable here. They didn't want to leave, so we treat our spirits like they are really breathing, living people. Okay. So next, ooh, ah, the photos. Woo! Oh, God, that was scary. Let's see. Show me, show me, show me, show Okay, me. hold on. So, um, so, yeah, if you're on the website, you can click evidence. 
and you can do uh, evidence by RHA, evidence by people, and then you can share your own evidence if that is something that you're interested in. Let me try and make this a little bit bigger. Uh, that should do. Okay, so let me read this photo first. Um, so Sharon writes about the photo. I was using a Sony Cybershot H9 with night shot and an extra external IR light made by one of my key volunteers and tech guru, Dave Smith of Paranormal 6 with two X's. The camera was set on night shot. The photos were taken Tuesday, April 3rd, 2012, a little after midnight. It was on the second floor of the East Wing, which is? The second floor of the East Wing. Is that the Christmas room? Shadow People Hallway. Oh. Um, with my friend Sandy McLeod and two of my RHA key volunteers. Sandy McLeod. I also had a box set up, a bunch of like just recording stuff. We were set up on the far side of the shadow hallway, right outside the sol solarium, where Jack paces back and forth behind the closed doors. Facing the west wing ramp and infirmary, um, we all had been hearing noises, footsteps, sound of furniture moving, distant voices, seeing shadows, all the usual activity, including hits on the mag lights and mail meter. Um, uh, oh, so she believes, just to summarize, she believes that this figure here is Roy. That's always a scary ghost name. Let me turn my brightness up so you can see. Okay, so to describe the photos, which I'll try and, um, you're probably gonna have to go on the website to find some of these photos to post. Dead. But here's the hallway, oh, and then wow. there it is zoomed in, and then here it is really zoomed in, that's him, Ugh. kind of peering. Then here he is again, and then here is the same thing with like the melmeter. That's spooky. That reminds me of Insidious Chapter 3 when the old man's like in the middle of the street. Oh God. That, that freaked me out. But yeah, um, I think you'll be able to find... You'll just have to go, like, go on the website or something to get that. And then let me see if there's any other photos. Full body apparition in shadow people hallway east wing. Notice heads popping out of walls. Oh! Oh, I think that's it. Look at that. There's like the body and then like the face. Oh, the seven foot tall man? No, that's just a different photo. Oh. Ah... Yeah, um, let me see what else. Close-up of heads popping out of wall. Is that... I think it's these? What are the two white spots right there? I don't know. It's kind of hard to... Um, let's see. Shadow person hallway. Oh, so this is just like some like electromagnetic shit going on. You know? Air orbs. Air orbs. Um. Ooh, woman apparition. That's pretty clear. That's it. Right there, yeah. So that's Sharon. Oh my god. And then that's the woman apparition next to her. That just looks like a person standing. Elderly there. lady in the window. I can't really see that one. That Hold well. on, I go back to it. Maybe that. I'm not entirely sure. Full body apparition of Roy. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> This is spooky. Uh, a random room. Oh no, random woman. Woman with a square neck dress. Jack peeking out from the second floor window. And then. The, okay, so then this. 
so then these have any videos yes uh we're just doing the pictures real quick so the following pics are taken by julie core volunteer at rolling hills asylum the pictures are taken while investigating in the kitchen um i don't know what i'm looking at let me see what's the description say okay so so this is believed that this is who it's believed to be is this lady gladys and then here's the picture but I, I'm not seeing anything. That you don't see that. That, this. Yes. Oh. That looks very demonic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm seeing that. And then. It's like a. Here's skull an EVP. Right in the middle. Smo of the uh. So here's an EVP. This was in the smoking room. I heard it. It was like, uh. <laughs> no, it's. It says no. Yeah, it says no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one is. I wouldn't say that's a class A VP. It's Shut up, listen, class listen, C. listen. That one's clear. That was pretty. What, let's see if we can figure out what it's saying. It will tell you. Well, I, I can't see that, so let me see. If okay, I so let's see it. if you can do it. So it says, the lady asked, Chuck so, is with you. Um, I believe Sharon uh, is the one who's speaking in these. And uh, Chuck says, Aaron. This is also huh. in the smoking room. Let's hear this one. So the start, it sounded like people laughing, like a child laughing. Uh, I heard, I heard little light, light voices. This is also in the smoking room. It's a cool website. Yeah. So this EVP, its the description is, Roy says that would be fine. May, May 29, 2010, captured by Mary or Kathy Mary in the hallway outside of the second floor solarium. We were talking about Roy liking old time opera music, and someone offered to bring someone play it for him if he'd like that. And Roy says that would be fine. Bring someone we could play it for you if you'd like that. Did you hear it? This is very it's distant. Very faint. Yeah. But here, let me go back. Oh, mm. dang. A little faint, but. That is creepy. Pretty clear. It's like, and then that would be fine. This was the laundry room. And I'm guessing a ghost was happy that they moved a washing machine. Let's see. What's his date? 28th? 29th? 27th? Okay, October. Where the hell am I? January 27th, 2012, and we're in the laundry room. We're moving in a new 
old antique washer I bought for Queenie. So Queenie, if you're here, I'm going to leave this up here. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think of the new washer. So, okay. So that was like right after. What do you think of the new washer? So she started talking before, like, before she said she was moving it? Hear your thoughts on what you think of the new washer. That was it? Yeah, like, uh. when, she, when she says washer, she, the voice starts talking. So I'll do it one more time. I thought that was someone else in the room. Uh, to hear your thoughts on what you think of the new washer. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, I completely forgot about the Chris Fleming experience and the James Picard drawings. So I want to see some drawings. Ow. So Chris Fleming is a psychic medium, and this is a drawing of what he saw. Ooh. So I'm gonna read about, looks like about, uh, about his his experience. Uh, drawing of the shadow person four seconds before it swirled away like a vaporous bat. This took place at Rolling Hills. Um, uh, June 14, 2008, at about 2:30 a.m., to the left of one of the rooms of the hall, off the hallway in the basement long corridor. With me was Patrick Burns and four late-night auction-winning fans. I will never forget this. As we were staring down the hall, watching for shadow people, I suddenly turned to the left as my gaze was drawn away from the darkness and into the room alongside me. The moonlight was shining through the large window, and there was a solid male figure standing in front of the illuminated still, illuminated sill staring right at us. For what seemed like three seconds, I stared at this dark, foreboding person, and before I could yell for the others beside me to turn, what seemed like he, what seemed like, uh, he imploded into a small black mist of shadow an eighth the size of its previous manifestation and took off leftwards through the room and out the other door. In all my years, I had never seen a shadow person dematerialize so quickly yet take form like that in less than two seconds. <laughs> I felt he was saying in an intimidating way, now you see me, now you don't. I don't believe in vampires, but the way it stood, the overcoat it was wearing, the pose it took, as well as the form it quickly shifted to, proved to me that ghosts or spirits with their conscious minds can change their appearance as quickly as a thought or action that we make in our own physical realm. I have realized they are capable of outsmarting us and moving about so quickly with such ease and control it is extremely rare to get even a glimpse of them. The fact is blocked out the fact it blocked out the window completely and had gone from solid to a shadowy mist in seconds left me staring at the empty window wondering, did I catch it before it left or did it want me to see its sense of control it has in our realm? I may never know. It looked like from his drawing, it looked like an anime. Character. Yeah, it did look weird. There's some that, there's, so the James Picard drawings is a blank thing as well. So. Hmm. Whatever. Um, let's see. Any videos? Shadow people hallway footage from... Oh, that's eight minutes. Okay, so... <laughs> If y'all want to watch the video, you can. Let's do evidence um, by from people. But I need to refresh because it's all wonky. Um, evidence by us, or by you. So photos are first. 
Or, <laughs> okay, there's Roy again, right there. There's a person. Okay. He's walking, so there's his foot, which you can Jeez. clearly see. Um, this orbs. was orbs. Yeah, I got some air orbs. There's another one right there. No, 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 no. It's th it's that person right there in the dark. Uh. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna try and get as many of these photos that we can to All post. But the scariest ones. Yeah. Um, this is a light stream. What is this photo? Uh, this one is a cleaned up photo showing what appears to be a shadow out of place. Oh! So it's that thing right there. E. So it's a very small shadow. It's like a small man. Yeah. Um, oh, here's some more. Appears to be a person with a striped shirt at the end of the hall. You can be the judge for that one. Looks like he's got his hands on his knees, like, bending over. Oh, yeah! Like, looking. Like oh, so look, like so here's, um, here's what, so that's an infrared photo, and then here's the same photo. Uh, that's actually full spectrum. <laughs> uh, past double doors on left, there is a shadow man. This is in the second floor east wing. Past the double doors. I'm not seeing anything, but maybe you see something. Past the double door. I'm guessing like over here somewhere, but I would guess in that yeah, in the dark part. Uh, oh, here it is zoomed in, but I'm not seeing anything again. Huh. So, uh, little Jack holding a ball. Oh, man, look at that. That I mean, that could look. That huh. could be a kid apparition. Who knows. There's one photo where I took a shot and you can see the red light coming from my headlight, but then there's a green glowing light outside the window that is unexplainable to me. Here's that photo. Huh. That's weird. Um... I don't know what this photo... Maybe this orb right there? Yeah. And then this was taken on the front lawn. There's apparently a dog right here. <laughs> you know, some people believe that you can see faces and orbs like that. You zoom in on it. No, 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 the, the orb. Oh, I see the dog. Yeah, I do see That's the dog. It's a real dog. Why would there be a dog just by itself what? in the well, sanatorium? Look, zoom in on him. Because that looks like a real dog. <laughs> <laughs> Taken in the rec room. Notice the apparition coming down from the ceiling Ooh. on the back right. Ooh. That's it. Oh, here it is zoomed in. Wow. Close up of the apparition. And then photo taken after the apparition in the rec room. Poof, that stream of energy. Oh! <laughs> that's a scary one. Hold on, zoom in on it. So well, look, so that that's the regular photo. You could clearly see it, and there it is zoomed in. Um, it's Shadow Hallway, obviously. Would you want to wait, investigate wait, Shadow Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. 
This is the zoom photo and slightly lightened. What I am most intrigued of is the shorter child spirit to the left of the larger person. Oh yeah, look. Looks right like there, she's wearing a little dress. There's too. a pair of legs and then yeah. there's another pair of legs. Jeez. Wow. And that's just smoke. Huh. Come on. Uh those are videos. It's a lot of videos. Yeah, um that's a lot of videos. Oh, okay. Here's uh some Here's some EVPs. This one is in the organ room. The EVP that you're looking for is apparently it says drink my blood. I'm skeptic of that one. That was a little weird. Spooky. Drink my blood. Uh the next one, the F bomb one is obvious. You'll hear it say it early on when we think we hear it, and then it bluntly says it right after I say it. I think I heard uh, right after I say I think I heard the F bomb. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. Uh, shadow hallways, I'll let them lock the door. Background, do you hear it? Play it again. Like, it's like the... In the, the voice in the background? Yeah. Shadow hallway, I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. I coughed. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so this <laughs> this next one, apparently the end, really quietly, a ghost says, touched your cock. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I'm play it again. You didn't hear that? I hear that last, that little like, oh, like that. Listen to it. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. That one's a little iffy for me. This one says, "Put your shoes on." Wow. That one was clear. Yeah. Um, from the tunnel, nothing is said in response to being asked, what would they do if he sat in the wheelchair? Nothing. 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 Emma's room, want the bad news. What, I want to know what all this extra stuff Why can't, is. yeah, why are people so noisy? Like, why can't it just, like, sit there and then, like, people are just quiet? Um, the ghost says, go give it something to play as a lady is talking kind of. Like, I just saw, like, a blur in my face. In your face? But then I walked in there. Somebody in here? Oh. 
Heard nothing. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. What is that? The nurse is absolutely terrible in Emma's room. That sounds. I don't even know. That sounds like it's coming from another. What speaker. if I don't want to go right after someone coughs? So. I didn't hear anybody cough. Neither did I. The Michael, this is the name we got when we were in the Christmas room, and we got them Spirit to play with the flashlight. Very faint. It's like while well, she's talking, maybe. Uh, in the tunnel, guys, wait for me. Air. Um, so this one is apparently saying, do you hear the music? That was angrily. Well, I feel like that's, it's a good place to, to stop. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, um, so if, if you want to... Go on that website, there's a bunch of videos, a bunch more EVPs, and pictures if we are not able to get all the pictures uh, up on the Instagram. I'll send Douglas, it's just Rolling Hills website, you should be able to find that. Um, but yeah. Um, it seemed like most of these spirits or apparitions were doing like, it's all just like residual activities that they do is like what they used to do when they were alive you said that earlier yeah i'm just restating my oh, yeah. point well yeah that was interesting um i don't know if ghost adventures went Pretty there sure they have. or not they have they i think so okay um i don't know if you can find the episode anywhere but if you want to go on the website yourself uh please do it's very cool what are you doing let's see if it's on hulu all right well doug is gonna look um, while we wrap up, what are your thoughts on the Wavy Hill, uh, Wavy, Rolling Hills Asylum? It's the second like sanatorium slash asylum that we've done with hills in the name. The battery keeps dying. But what are your thoughts on it? Um, Spooky photos. The photos yeah, were the no, most compelling part. I mean, there were some EVPs that were pretty cool. It definitely seems haunted. Oh, I think so. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, happy Monday. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, you're coming in with a with a, a haunted mansion, a haunted house mansion starring plantation. Eddie Murphy. Plantation, plantation, yeah. Thing. Oh, we Eddie Murphy's gonna be here. Okay. You know, and you can just why don't you just Google Ghost Adventures Waverly Rolling Hills? Huh? Just Google. God damn it! Hold on. <laughs> it keeps dying. You're not gonna be able to do anything. See, what we need to do is whenever, whenever we. Use this one, and after we're done, we just put this in the battery charging thing. Do you want me to just Google it? Yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna do that. Ghost Adventures, Rolling Hills Asylum. <laughs> um. 
Season four, episode two, they went to oh, Rolling Hills Asylum. Man, they only have season eight on here. All right, well, so you can go watch about Rolling Hills Asylum if you want. Uh, That's season four, so it's probably if a you good Google if, if you Google um, Ghost Adventures Rolling Asylum, a video on DailyMotion.com will come up. That's the full episode. Ooh. So, yes, thank you for joining us. I have been. Uh, oh my God! Nice. I've been a yawning Jackson, and he's been a sitting. I've been Douglas. Douglas, a sitting Doug. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Douglas will throw in a good one, hopefully, and then the objects will come this week. Hopefully. That's the main event. I gotta figure out which one. I think I have an idea. But I don't know. Um Dawson, we're back. Hopefully you enjoy. Uh anything else you wanna say? Um stay safe. Stay healthy. That's it. What's 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 something that you've never told anyone else? Um